First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutters. Well, you've heard from the South African Communist Party and their view on the U.S. ambassador and the claims made by the U.S. that our government, that we sold weapons and perhaps ammunition to Russia. Professor Christopher Isike is director of the African Center for the Study of the United States at the University of Pretoria. Professor Isike, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Thank you for having me on your show. We have these claims by the U.S. We have our government being very angry, saying that what's happened is a breach of protocol by the U.S. There doesn't appear to be a denial of the claim from the presidency or the defense ministry. There is, of course, this investigation. Is our government right to be so angry? Is this the right diplomatic response? Well, um, you, 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 you hit the problem right there on the head. Um, I was telling someone over the weekend that if someone comes to my house and accuses me of doing things uh, in my house, um, if I'm head of household and I'm sure of what happens within my house, I should be able to deny it very clearly without having to say I will ask my neighbor um, you know, to tell me what happened, right? So that's, that's the first uh, point, that uh, the, the president, even parliament and elsewhere, has not been able to categorically deny that there was any such exchange. Uh, so that's the starting point. But then yeah, the, the, the second part of it is that Sadaka does have a right to be furious with the um, um, U.S. Um, uh, ambassador for, 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 for ignoring uh, normal diplomatic channels to discuss and resolve these kinds of issues and taking it to the uh, uh, public. There's no way, I'm sure, the U.S. ambassador would be talking without being told to, without probably being ordered to by his bosses. Um, there are various, I mean, and there's a lot of reporting on all of this, Professor, and lots of different views. But we're told that our government told the U.S. it would investigate what happened in Simonstown months ago and hadn't done anything. So is the U.S. now trying to uh, force us to live up to our words in, in a way? Possibly. That's one of the uh, things uh, they probably have in mind. Another thing is to also um, uh, prepare the uh, South African public um, for uh, a justification of the kind of actions they may take uh, you know, in the future, even though both nations have agreed now that relations between them are still good and strong. But um, a lot of the, a lot of the positions uh, that we uh, are taken by the government are a reflection of um, um, what we hear in the public domain, uh, public opinions about either the U.S. or Russia, and you know also, also that of the ANC, the ANC as the ruling party, and the, the views that the ruling party and its alliances have about um, um, the, the, the conflict, especially the United States, uh, plays a big role in how government then interprets. And of course, the, U, the U.S. hears and sees these things, and they are trying to put their own counter. Um, uh, claims and arguments, uh, bringing it to the public domain with the hope that they can get some form of support, convince those who are neutral, and, and hopefully um, justify some of the actions that they will take uh, if, if, if they need to go that route. There's so many ways of looking at it, and I keep asking myself, and maybe it's just me, what would have happened if it had been a Ukrainian Navy ship docking at Simonstown um, under cover of darkness, and no one really knew what happened? Um, I don't think Russia would necessarily sort of do the diplomatic game in the way that the Americans have, but I wonder maybe if other people in our society would be angry at arming Ukraine. I mean, it's just an interesting and maybe useful counterfactual argument, they call it. Yeah, that's and this is the hypocrisy around it all within the, within the, within the country. Um, um, it's okay to we're, we're very concerned, and rightly so, about the what we call the bullying tactics of of, of the U.S. Um, but if it is correct that South Africa has tried to ask the Russian president to attend that the uh, BRICS summit by 
home and he says, no, I'm not doing that. Um, that amounts to some form of bullying of South Africa as well. Um, so we tend to pick and choose uh, which bullies we prefer to deal with without looking at the facts as, as, as they are. Um, on Saturday, the envoy, South Africa's envoy to the U.S. said clearly that South Africa is, is anti-war, and that's correct. Um, um, and if, 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 but if that is the case, then we should not be seen in any way to support uh, aid um, uh, 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 Russia, you know, if, even though um, there's no sanction of South Africa has no sanctioned trade with Russia or Ukraine, um, if we are if we are anti-war, we cannot be seen to be supporting Russia in any way, and neither should we be seen to be supporting Ukraine in any way. And we're talking if we're talking about relationship, solidarity, and friendship ties with 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 with, with, with Russia or Ukraine, it should actually be to both, and that is, should really inform our non-alignment policy, not what the U.S. thing says, but our relationship with both Ukraine and Russia, which puts us in a position to be truly neutral and find a way to resolve the conflict in line with South Africa's foreign policy of, you know, a peaceful resolution of conflict. Diplomats are very good at calming things down. We pay them to calm things down. Not an easy job. Do you expect this to affect our relations with the United States in the longer term? I mean, is it going to be a major diplomatic problem? Could it depend on what this judicial investigation finds? Or do you think that actually things are going to calm down relatively quickly? And things can calm down relatively quickly if they're well managed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're going to calm down very quickly. Um, again, to, um, to in most countries in Africa, and in this case, South Africa, we tend to undermine ourselves a, a, a lot. Um, I think that it's about... And not having identity, uh, a clear identity, and uh, you know, locating what role we can play in the international system. South Africa has uh, is in a position to actually help to facilitate the resolution of the conflict, and that's one of the reasons why the U.S. will be very careful about how they deal with South Africa beyond their economic interests in the continent. South Africa is a very important and strategic country, um, not only to the U.S. but also to even Russia and what uh, it wants to achieve, including China. So if South Africa is able to uh, self-identify what it is about and what it wants to achieve, the kind of role it wants to play, it will want to play that role without pandering, you know, to the whims and caprices of any of the superpowers involved in this particular conflict and in the continent at large. Uh, and I think that that bearing that in mind, that's how we begin to look how relations with South Africa, between South Africa and the U.S., South Africa and China, South Africa and Russia, would pan out when these kinds of things do happen, and they would happen. Professor Christopher Sikep, thank you very much indeed. Really appreciate it. Director of the African Center for the Study of the United States at the University of Pretoria. Uh, I understand uh, that Deputy Minister Obed Bapela may be available for us in the next few minutes. We dropped, lost that line to him a little earlier. You were there, SAFM 27 after 7.